All right, so let's do a little rapid fire. You ready? I'm ready. So just quick, quick and simple. How do you like your steak cooked? In a cow. I'm trying to live my vegan life. <laughs> True indeed. 90s or 2000s music? 90s for sure. Okay. Favorite color? Blue. What's your zodiac sign? Gemini. Crazy. Oh, Lord. Love you, mama. <laughs> love you, mom. Favorite basketball team? N.A. I don't do basketball. Okay. What do you do? No sports. Okay. No sports for Natanya. <laughs> and the most life-changing trip you've ever been on? Florence and Paris. Ah. So typically when I introduce a new guest, I ask them, how do you want to be introduced? You know, sometimes people talk about their careers, sometimes people want to talk about how we know each other. And today's guest, Natanya Bravo, said, I, I'm just living my best life, and that's how I want to be introduced. <laughs> so welcome, Natanya, living your best life, Bravo, Thank to the you. show. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. Yeah, so Natanya and I, you know, we worked together in a past life in media. Um, she's events, some marketing, so we work closely on a lot of projects. Um... But, you know, lately she's been vagabonding, as I told her a few <laughs> minutes ago, across across the world. I didn't know if she still lived in New York, if she was in L.A., if she was in Europe, because she'd be all in places all the damn time. I can't keep track. Um, but right now we're in, in New York recording this podcast episode, and she might be here for a few days and, you know, she I'm might be on to like some... five hours. Whoa, but, yeah. really? Yeah. You're leaving in five hours <laughs> yeah. to go where? Back to L.A. Okay. Sheesh. <laughs> Lord, I can't keep up. So thank you for stopping through, yes. you know, before you head back. Um, so you said your most life-changing trips have been Florence and Paris. Why do you yes. think that is? So those were the two places that I really explored solo for the first time. Mm. And I think just going on a trip completely by myself, for someone who's a planner by nature, right. I gave myself the freedom to do whatever I wanted, when I wanted, and ah. I had the time of my life. Yeah, I mean, I can totally see that. Well, <laughs> those of you who've listened to past episodes know I don't, I don't fucks with Paris. But... <laughs> Fake news. Fake but, news. <laughs> but I can totally give you Florence. Like, I'm actually going back to Florence in, I guess, three, four oh weeks. So you recommended some cheesecake, and I went. I did? Yes. I forget the name of the place Okay. Now. But there was cheesecake and a pear pasta that you recommended. Oh, that pear pasta? It was. Oh, at Quattro Leone. Because oh. I'm looking. That's how greedy I am. I look forward to going back <laughs> to the city just to have specific meals yes. that I know are going to make me happy. It was like angel tears. Yo. It was, I was Come on, I'm somebody. sure the people at the tables next to me were looking at me like, are you having a moment? Because <laughs> I ate all of it for one. They and I like, went back for dinner. Like that was lunch. And then I went back for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the pear pasta question literally like, y'all don't understand. It's it's like the the first of all, the pasta is just like the perfect texture. And then you bite into it. It tastes like regular pasta. I can until, taste it right now. Until the pear flavor just ever so lightly. Lightly. It's not, it doesn't overdo, it's just a light pear touch, and you're just like, what is happening in my mouth right now? Oh, I can't wait to go back. Um, Florence is, it's just one of those cities, like you said, that you can just go and explore and not have plans, yeah. just roam around, and every corner you turn is something new and something to check out, and shopping, and food, and music, and street hustlers, and yeah. all that, so it's, it's, um, it is a magical place, man, and I'm, I've been, this is going to be 
I guess, 10 months. By February, it'll be 10 months since I went back. I don't think I've gone back to a city that fast in my entire life of traveling. I mean, it's traveling. amazing. Well, I mean, I know we're going to get into it, but I'm planning to live there for two months this summer because what? Florence is really? amazing. Yeah, that's why this Natanya living her best life by <laughs> home. She's like, you know what? I like this city. I'm going to just be here for a few months, chill out, see what happens. I probably will gain all the weight there because <laughs> I ate all the pasta. But but you know what? I didn't, and I was worried about that because I literally had pasta like <laughs> four times a day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert. And pasta, pasta, snack. pasta. <laughs> right. But you do so much walking that, you know, sometimes it balances out. You're not. She's looking at me. <laughs> she's, <Not quite. laughs> she's looking at me like, maybe you did not more working than me because <laughs> the way I ate that pasta. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what about Paris? Wait, did you live? I feel like you lived in Paris, no? I did not live in Paris. So, what so. do you love about Paris? Because I, I hate it. I hate it. And we need to get into why you love it, okay, and but, I don't. So, I listened to your podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. about all the reasons you didn't like Paris, and you did all the tourist stuff. You've never gone to Paris and just did regular, everyday stuff. What is, re- what is regular, everyday stuff? Go to the local bars where tourists are not. Not going to all the tourist sites. Not doing the River Seine cruise that you hated, that I heard. That so <laughs> trash. Okay, so just, you're saying that I need to do it over. And now that I've got the touristy yeah. stuff out the way, just go and chill and Go explore. have brunch. Like things that you would do in New York on a weekend. Go do that in Paris. Okay. I think you would enjoy it. So I... I need to do a part two. I need to do a do-over. Is it part two or part three? You've already been. No, part two. Okay. I just, it was just my first time. Oh, going. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can't Yanni, Yanni, it off, My right? wife had been before with her sister, and they did it and loved it. They, they, she did it. Uh, I think that was her third time going. Okay. And so, but I asked her. I'm like, did I miss something? <laughs> <laughs> She's so like, I will say I get why a lot of Americans think French are rude. They rude I totally as get hell. It. I was like, what is going on right now? I do. And people say New Yorkers are rude, but like, yo, I've never, besides China, yo, those <laughs> motherfuckers are rude. Yeah, but in China and Paris, those are the two cities that I was just like really taken aback by how people were treating me. And I was like, I don't get it. I ain't do nothing to you. <laughs> I'm just here trying to see your city, man. Trying to live your best life. Trying to live my best life. Like Natanya. Exactly. No, I think you got to do some non-tourist stuff. Okay. Give it, I mean, some places just aren't for everyone. I mm-hmm. get it. I felt that way about Barcelona. Okay. I've never been to Barcelona, but I do know that people love it. I landed and four hours later, I was like, okay, I can go now. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. I get it. It might not be for you, but I feel like you should go non-tourist one time. Okay. So I'll give it one more shot because you said so. Yeah. And um, we'll do the regular stuff that I would do in New York or any other city. Yeah. But I, I guess, I mean, the thing is, it was a very quick trip. So we had like seven or eight days and we did Amsterdam, London, and Paris. Okay. And I feel like in the short trips to London, I got a great sense. I was like, oh, I can't wait to go back to London. Same thing with Amsterdam. Well, I had been to Amsterdam before, right. but it was a short trip. And I was like, oh my God, I love it. I'm like, so I was high. I was high off the energy. I was like, and oh. And then Paris brought you down. Right. I was like bouncing around. I was like, oh, this feels great. We're just, you know, backpacking. Not really, but <laughs> fake backpacking across Europe. And then we got to Paris and I was like, wah, wah. I mean, it might not be for you, but I just feel like I'm, I feel alive when I'm there. Okay. I love it there. And okay. You're not the only one who feels this way. So I'm not going to say you're crazy and I will give it one more shot. There you go. And there's no recommendations. You would just say just go and explore. Because I, I went off of, for restaurants and stuff. I went off of recommendations. And I feel like I wasn't only in the tourist areas. Like, there were some places that were pretty far out. And they didn't feel touristy. But I was still like... You didn't mm. like the food? The f- have you had good food in Paris? Yeah. 
Yes. I mean, really? what type, what cuisine were you having? So I had one great meal, which was a Thai Thai restaurant okay. in the 13th mm-hmm. R. But um, yeah, I went, I had all kinds of food. I'm trying to remember. I had Spanish food, which was terrible. But this restaurant was like recommended by like four people. People on Soul Society, thank you very much <laughs> for my whack ass meal. <laughs> I just tried a few different things. I had like a burger spot and everything was just like that. So I'm a Yelp queen. Mm-hmm. So no matter what countries that I'm in, I use Yelp and I will look at locals' reviews as mm-hmm. opposed to tourists. So that mm-hmm. is really how I get around in Paris or anywhere. Mm-hmm. So All right. I'll give it another shot. One more. One when more. I'm not in any rush. <laughs> if it happens to be nearby on another trip, I might Make stop, a stop. in. Okay. Yeah. I'll give a stop in. Okay. So anyway, you're you mentioned that you're about to start traveling or you're gonna be in, living in Florence for a yes. few months. So tell me tell me what jump started that whole idea for you and, and what the plan is. Yeah, so for years I have always said one day I'm gonna live in Paris and Italy. Mm-hmm. And it was just this dream of one day I'm gonna live in Paris and Italy. One day. And I, I don't know what sparked it, but some point last year around June, it was kind of like, what is one day? Mm. I don't have kids. I'm not married. This is a time in my life where I can pick up and make a decision to move. I think I've, you know, I've figured out I love what I do, but there's more that I want to do. Right. And when am I going to start that? I'm always saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to get to it one day, one day, one day. Right. Life is short. New York, L.A., California, it's not going anywhere. I can always come back. When can I go and live my best life? Right. (laughs) And that time is right now, apparently. (laughs) And it's true. I think the older older you get, the more commitments you have in life, the harder it is to just do random things that you want to do and be sporadic and venture out and say, I'm going to be here for a few months and see how I feel about it. So I agree. I I applaud you and I say, do that shit, man. (laughs) Do that shit and take lots of photos and recommend some restaurants because I'll be back, I guess, to Paris too. So are you you focusing on both Italy and France when you're there? Yeah, I think Paris is number one. So I'm going to start in Paris. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be there March through June. It's about two and a half, three months. Okay. And then my birthday's in June. So for the month of June, I'm planning to have different friends meet me in different countries each week. Okay. So I'm going to travel just around Europe all throughout June. Nice. And then July and August, I will live between Florence, Sicily, and the Amalfi Coast. Oh. And then back yeah. to Paris and just see what comes next. I'm kind of just going with what I feel right now. That's what's up. So let's talk about Italy a little bit. I mean, we, we touched on Florence. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to Sicily. I haven't either. The Amalfi Coast, have you been? Yes. Oh, my God. Amazing. I mean, all day. I mean. <laughs> Lemoncello all I mean, day. like, yo, when I mean, that was, that was like a life goals trip. That was one of those oh, yeah. trips that I said one day I'm going to go. But when I go, I always had it in my mind. Like, when I go, it has to be a long Italy trip. Right. Because I just knew. I knew off the bat Italy would be, like, my favorite country in Europe. And it has been to this day. But, I mean... The Amalfi Coast, like people talk about how beautiful yeah. it is, and no, people you have talk to about. See it. I was just like, "What is happening?" With like <laughs> everywhere you turn, you're like, "Wow, it's this is amazing." Not describable. This the is pictures beautiful. don't. It really, it no. really doesn't. Until you're driving and you're, you know, up those windy roads and you're just looking out at the water, yeah. and I'm just like, "Whoa, I'm really here. This is really." Right. Real. I had some of those moments where I was like, "I'm in the Amalfi Coast. <laughs> like this is really happening right yeah, now." Yeah, it is. It's gorgeous, man. I. I think it might be the most beautiful place I've ever been. 
Have you been somewhere more beautiful, more scenic? Maldives. Oh, I haven't been. I can't yet. say more scenic, but more beautiful. I, I mean, it's yet. breathtaking. I, I can imagine. That's definitely on my list, but I feel like that's like a do nothing kind of trip. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I haven't, I haven't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you eat, you play in the beautiful water, you eat, you sleep in your hut, exactly. you eat. Um, and I haven't been in that mood lately, but the next time I want that kind of trip, I think that's going to be the move. Yeah. And it's, it's far as hell, but. But I you can like combine it with something else. That's what I was going to yeah. say. A little Singapore Maldives or Bali Yeah, I went Maldives. Dubai Maldives. How did you like Dubai? So I almost moved to Dubai three years ago. I... See, we, <laughs> we might not have the same taste in travel because... <laughs> you don't like Dubai. I hated it. I hated it so much. And I know people who love it. So I can't me... say I loved it. Okay. Um, I went and... The, but you said you were almost going to move there. I was, because okay. I got three really great job offers. Oh, okay, that, okay. Yeah, know. I heard the job opportunities there are amazing. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was there on vacation, went a second time, and was just like, let me just reach out to a few recruiters and see what happens. Mm. And a week later, I had three job offers. So I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. They were like, American girl, yes. <laughs> Um, I literally had started to pack up my apartment and then just, you know, with something in your spirit, you feel like it's not the right time, not mm -hmm. the right move. So I decided not to, but I like Dubai. It is like Vegas of the Middle East. Yes. So I feel like I, living there, you probably get over it yes. real quick. That's how I felt about it. Yeah. That's exactly why I didn't like it. I was just like everything. And nothing's real. That's my issue. <laughs> I'm like, everything is fake. Everything is man-made. Everything. Nothing feels organic. I mean, the sidewalks are like marble, but you're right. like. Mm. I mean, it's like. <laughs> If if you're if you're just looking at it from, you know, a bird's eye view, yes, it's right. a nice place and clean and well put together and built up. Although they're building it up, you know, every minute, it does look nice. But once you like really try to sink your feet yeah. into the ground, you're like, whoa, all this shit is fake. It's like a mirage. Everything. Like you're walking, it's you literally feel real. like <laughs> you can poke things and go. Like, <laughs> It'll collapse. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's how I felt. So I no, like, I get that. I can agree with you. Okay, so one. maybe I can totally. trust. I can trust your child. <laughs> you a trust little it more. a little more. Okay. Now that we I mean, can we agree have on that point. Comments, okay. So. Okay. Okay. We yeah. have more to comment. <laughs> so what? What? Um, in your month of traveling through Europe, what yes. are some places that you're excited to see? So Portugal, I've never been. Oh, I've so never been be either. Fun. Croatia, I've heard amazing things about. Oh yeah, and you're going in the perfect time for Croatia. Yeah, summertime. So last week of June. Um, I'm going to do a couple Greek islands. I haven't decided which ones. I did Mykonos and Santorini. Um, so I'm going to choose two more to go to. There are others? That's the only ones I ever <laughs> see. Peros, Eos, Naxos. There's nope. others. Never heard of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Your life doesn't exist. think you're making it up. No, I mean, Greece. So in 2018, for my European adventures, I think Greece is going to be outside of Italy. Right. Um. I'm not doing a long Italy trip. I'm just popping into Florence. But Greece is like the big European trip for me this year. So. Okay. And I was looking into the islands. And I, I mean, I, I did see there were multiple. I was being <laughs> ignorant, guys. Don't don't get on me. I know there are more islands. <laughs> but um, yeah, Mykonos just, and Santorini just looked like the ones. Like they were... They're Santorini the specifically. Yeah, yeah, Santorini specifically. I'm like, this looks like heaven. They all have a similar look, though. All the houses being white. And oh, the they do. That's okay. what makes it so striking. So that's like Greek islands in general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, cool. I don't think they allow you to paint your house a different color. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> like, it's 
a rule. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, it works because, I mean, every time I post a photo on Soul Society of the Greek yeah. islands, I'm yeah. like, whoa. It looks like one of those moments that I'm going to be like, okay, oh, this yeah. is... I can see in your white linen. <laughs> so you have it. You know, you can see what's in my ring. So I already have it. I already have it I'm mapped sure out. I'm like, I got the all white. It looks breezy. So I need like a breathable right, a nice fabric. Breeze. Gazing off into the sunset. See, Natalia gets me. I know I just told her 10 minutes ago she doesn't get me. But <laughs> she gets me. I want to paint a picture. I want a nice vibe. <laughs> Maybe stroking the beard. I see you. You feel me? You day. feel me? So, okay. Yeah, so that'll, that'll, yo, like, (laughs) did you see my notes? Did you see, did you see my PowerPoint? I didn't, I didn't make a PowerPoint, guys, just joking. Um, Yeah, that's Greece, Greece I'm looking forward to. What else, what else is that? Those are the new areas I would say I'm most looking forward to. I'm also going to And I feel like you've done Europe a lot, so you probably, yeah. Yeah, Madrid and Mallorca, I'm looking forward to Mallorca, I haven't done that um, I did Ibiza a few years ago. And, and you know what's weird? Like, Spain doesn't interest me at all. And people love it. And I'm just like, I don't know why. I don't have, have a you, reason. You've never been? I've never been. Okay. I have no reason to not want to go, but I just feel like I'm not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> you never had that feeling? Do you like Spanish food, Spanish culture? Nah. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say I like it. I mean, I don't know enough about Spanish culture, like Spain's Spanish culture, okay. to know if I would like it or not. But the food... No. People okay. be like tapas. I'm like, <laughs> so there's some salami and some cheese, but like, where's the real fucking food? Paella, paella. Oh, I like paella. Yeah. Yes. Do I? Yes. Okay. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll pop into Spain with the Paris. You can do both. Oh, no. I need something to anchor it. <laughs> Not in happiness. rolling your eyes though. I need something to anchor it in happiness because those with are Greece. Two. Okay, okay. So you want me out there for like a month. That's, <laughs> that's not like a little quick in and out. That's like I a mean, month. I don't like staying places for a long time. So you that don't. would be like a 10-day trip for me. Okay. All three countries. It depends. I mean, for Italy alone, I did two weeks. Okay. But we did seven cities also. Right. So, it was so like, you were moving. Yeah, yeah, we were moving. That's true. But, I mean... Did you like Rome, by the way? No. Thank you. See? Okay. See? Okay. We're here. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> I feel like we're all right. We're, we're on the same. We're, we're on the same page again. I didn't like Rome, no. and it's funny because I was um, recording a podcast with Jeff. Jeff Tribble, shout out. Um, and he had just come back from Rome. And was telling me like it's beautiful and the history and the architecture and da da da. And I was like, all right, cool. So I started like doing my research, and I was right. like, okay, we'll do these sites and you know these restaurants and blah blah blah. And even left myself open to experiment and just wander and find things. And it didn't do for me at all. I was like, this is a letdown, man. I feel like it's so hard to get away from the tourists because it's so it's everywhere. With like Right. It's just... You feel like you're in Times Square of Italy. Exactly. All, no matter where you go. Exactly. I just felt like it was overcrowded. I felt like it was overhyped. And people were just like standing everywhere just trying to be a part of something but couldn't figure out what they're trying to be a part of. Like a very Times Square situation. Like you said, like I'm here, kind of don't know why, kind of awkward just standing around. (laughs) And so it kind of killed the vibe for me. Whereas Florence, and to be fair, I think what I've learned about myself is I like um, not small towns but like mid-level cities. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can navigate them easier and kind of find the nooks and be like, okay, I'm just, I found my little pocket. And 
big cities tend to be a little harder to do that. So I'm, it might just be me. And that's kind of how I felt in Paris, too. Okay. I did feel, like, a little, like, lost in what am I doing here. Right. And I can't figure out my spot. But to be fair, I tell people the same thing in New York. When people come to New York and say they hate New York, right. I'm like, you didn't do New York, right? Right, right. Let me show you how I do New York. And then every time I do that, they're like, oh, my God, right. I love New York. And I'm like, yeah. So somebody from Paris, holla at me next time I come. <laughs> I'll give y'all another shot. But, yeah, I didn't. Rome was a Rome was a very similar thing. I was just like, I don't get it. The food wasn't as good no. as Florence to me. The, okay, the history was cool. It was. Seeing the Colosseum mm. and all that stuff. I'm like, okay. But you're seeing the Colosseum, like, in Times Square. Right. Like, you're, it's crowded. You feel like sheep. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, shout out to Italy minus Rome. <laughs> Shade. No disrespect to any Romans that are listening. <laughs> but I, it just didn't do it for me. It didn't do it for me. Uh, so with all these travels, I'm sure you're going to be documenting it. You told me that you're starting a new Instagram page for it, right? The Bravo Life? Yes, it started as an Instagram page, but there's a website, and mm-hmm. eventually I want it to be a brand and place for women to connect with each other and mentorship, empowerment. I think that's really important and something that I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. And through the lens of travel and life experiences is how I feel like I've personally developed. Right. And so just expanding on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I do tell people all the time, I think traveling has taught me a lot more about myself in the world and how we all kind of work together um, in this global community than anything else. Like, school can't teach you some of the stuff that travel teaches you and just interacting with people and just seeing, you know, what people are going through and dealing with. And you learn a lot of those common commonalities. Yeah, realizing we're all human. We all have the same fears. We all make the same mistakes. Exactly. No matter where you are, if you're in Italy, if you're in South Africa, if you're in Thailand, we all got the same issues. Sure do. And it's it's the that consistency that I think gives people empathy mm-hmm. to understand. Sometimes when you're not right in front of people, you're not empathetic towards their issues or what they're dealing with. But just realizing that we're all the same, and there's some some shit goes down in, you know, Haiti. I'm just throwing that out right. there. That's us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's still us. It's it's all of us. We're the same people. So that's dope. And yeah. what made you what made you think to start it? So I think one of my one days has been one day I'm going to start an organization that really inspires and motivates and connects young women along with women who have created their own paths and their own lanes to inspire and empower each other. Um, So then as I was looking at going to Paris as one of my one days, I was like, I feel like this is a great opportunity and I'm trying to live my best life. Mm -hmm. And hopefully by me on my own journey, I can inspire other people to create their own journey. Because that's something different for everyone. It doesn't mean that you need to go move to Paris Mm -hmm. or move to wherever you want to move to. But what does that look like for you? Yeah, I think think that's, that's a fact. And I was just actually just thinking about something similar earlier about how Social media has allowed me to follow some people that I may never meet, yeah. but just following their journey and seeing how they're living what their dreams were inspires me to live my dreams. Sure. And some of them aren't related to, you know, my career in entertainment, totally. not related to travel, but just them doing what they love and being so passionate about it and going after it. Sometimes I'm just like, damn, like, yes, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you make me, you make me inspired to force myself, push myself and make sure I'm doing those things because like you said earlier, life is short. And if you have we got one life. You got this one life. And oh, if are. you're not fulfilling that purpose, then what you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And sometimes we get caught up I think in 
what we think we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. It's a lot of, for me, I had to unlearn what I thought my life was supposed to look like. Because when I look at my life on paper, like, yes, I've hit all the goals and check marks of success in whatever that means in traditional society. Right. But am I truly happy? Right. Am I really doing what I want to do every day? And right. I couldn't answer that as a strong yes for a very long time. Mm. And I was always thinking about, well, how is this going to affect this person? And how should I respond in this situation? Whereas now I'm just like, this is me. You can take it, you can leave it, but yeah. I'm out here living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That, it's a good point that you touched on because I think a lot of times we get caught up in how what we do impacts other people. But yeah. it is important to be selfish sometimes. Yeah. And it's important to step aside and say, okay, I have been doing a lot towards what I thought I should be doing. Right. and doing a lot to make other people good and make sure other people are happy or happy with me. But... Sometimes you get so caught up in that that you forget, like, yo, either A, why did you start, or B, how did you even get here, because this ain't where you're supposed to be. Exactly. And so you have to kind of recalibrate. Yep. Take a second and be like, all right, (laughs) this this really sounds like what we were just talking about before we started this podcast, my New Year's Eve trip that has me thinking (laughs) a little bit differently about something. Yeah, no, I I think I was like, I have a, a great career, I've had a lot of opportunities, and I'm not regretful or of any of that. I'm so happy that I had the experience, but now it's like, okay, what's my next phase? And what Mm -hmm. do I want the next 10 years of my life to look like? And I think giving myself the freedom to explore and try new things and take a cooking class in Paris and take a photography class in Italy or whatever I feel like doing every day, follow your curiosity. That's how you find what it is that you're here for. And we're Mm. all here, I think, to serve other people. And it's just what channel you want to do that through. That, that's some real shit right there. Yeah, I think what you're saying is spot on because I was actually just having this conversation the other day. Shout out to uh, Jason Rosario, another guest I had on the podcast um, from The Lives of Men. And he posted something on Instagram that really resonated and was a conversation I was having and really fits in with what we're talking about now. So it says, I said that one's calling may have an expiration date and it's important to be open to a modification towards a new, more relevant calling if and when it appears on the horizon. If we stay locked on the current calling past its relevancy, we'll feel a bit off or antsy or uncertain. We'll get that gnawing feeling that keeps us up at night. We may even feel guilty that we're not being appreciative of all that we've amassed. But when it comes down to callings, it really doesn't matter what came before. The nature of a calling requires us to not rest on our laurels and to be nimble and trusting enough to leap out on the status quo and back into the unknown. Yes, I love that. First of all, you send that to me. (laughs) (laughs) And that is all true, especially the guilt about leaving, quote unquote, what I've established. I had this guilt of, why are you not happy with what you have? People would die to have this job or this, you know, car, whatever, all these physical and material things that have amassed. I'm like, uh, I don't, I'm good. I don't mm-hmm. think I need or want it anymore. Right. And I had this guilt of, but you're going to leave all that to go play in Paris? Like, what are you doing with your life? Like, no. Yeah, you can't I do mean, that. when I read that, I was like, yo, this wraps it all up because I'm, and I've talked about this on here before too, I'm in a place of transition in terms of career where it's like, I've, wow, I've hit a lot of the marks that I have for myself and I've checked off all these different things and I've kind of been in a place where it's like, okay, well, what's next? Mm -hmm. And you kind of feel like it said this like itchy, annoying, I don't know why I feel uneasy. I don't know why I'm like, I feel ungrateful. I want, I want to, I want something more, but I don't know exactly what it is, but I know I'm not supposed to be where I am right now. But I think that's the start of it. For me, it was like, 
some what you're saying, something that made me feel like I'm not on the right path. Mm -hmm. And, it's, you know, a lot of times people will make a rash decision and just be like, all right, I'm about to quit my job with no plan. Right. I'm not advocating for that. Right, I right, think right. we should be smart about it. So I just sat with it for a bit. And then I happened to be at drinks with a friend and she was like, what's something you've always wanted to do that you've not done yet or you don't talk about? We were just having like a very candid conversation with each other. And I was like, I've, it, I was afraid to say it out loud, but I was like, I've always wanted to live in Paris. And she was like, oh my gosh, I got you just got goosebumps. So that was like, I, you're the first person I've said this to in years. Mm -hmm. And that literally sparked the idea. And then I just sat on it and it wouldn't go away. And right. Different signs kept coming up. Right. And I was at an Airbnb in Belgium and right. it was all themed Paris. And it was just like the universe, God, whatever you want to identify. It happens like that too. Has. It happens like that. Like, it really it's does. It's time to go. Yeah. Everything in my life has said it, over the last six months has made it very clear, which made has made it easier. It's always hard to make the jump to whatever you're trying to do, whether that's starting a new career or whatever it is. But it has made it easier to see each step I take, something confirms mm -hmm. the next step I take. But it's taking those little steps. Yeah, you have to put yourself out there and you have to allow yourself to venture out of whatever you've established and whatever you decided was your life and take those steps. Because like you said, when you take those steps, you start to see those little things. Like even recently, I'll, I'll talk more about it when it actualizes, but there's something that I have in mind that I've been thinking for a very long time. And and because of my current traje trajectory, I kind of like blocked it out. Right. But I recently started thinking about it again. And when I started thinking about it and telling like a few close people about it, all the signs just kind of yeah. lined up. And I'm like, whoa, we just, didn't I just? And they look at me like, I know, like right. we just <laughs> talked about this. Even reading this, the, the quote I just read, that I read that the day I was having a conversation with one of those people earlier okay. in the day about what I think I want my next step to be. And I was just like, Damn, like, wow. Sometimes you really, you get yeah. those signs, and those signs are, they're not fake. Like, you have to watch out for them and believe in them because it's, it's God or the universe or whoever you said telling you, okay, you're not bugging. Right. This may seem crazy, Just but trust. you're on the right path. Yes. Just <sighs> trust. Even, and, you know, I don't know what, I don't know where I'm going to be living in six months, but right. I have a peace because I know that right now I'm on the right path. Right. So I'm just taking it one step at a time and seeing what happens. I, you know, I don't. Am I going to come back to the same career? Am I not? I don't know that answer. Right. And normally that would stress me out and give me anxiety because I'm a planner and I need to know exactly what I'm going to be doing one year and right. one month and right, two right, days right. from now. Same, <laughs> same. And and you know, it is when you have kids, it makes it a little harder right. to. But it can make still those be done. Moves. It can still be done, but it makes it a little bit it harder does, to... for sure. Because it's not just you, and you can't be completely selfish. Absolutely. You shouldn't be completely selfish. <laughs> you shouldn't be putting your children through shit because of your dreams. Your little pipe rap dreams, but... <laughs> shade. That was shade. No, but Some people will need to stop say, rapping. But <laughs> and I'm sure you've heard the same thing. People will say, I wish I could do that. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you can, but what are you willing to sacrifice in the meantime to get it? Mm -hmm. Like, I had to give up certain things. I haven't shopped in, I don't, I can't tell you the last time I went shopping. Right. One, it makes it easier because I'm like, I can't take it all with me. Right, And right, two, right. I'm about to quit my job, so right. I need some money. I can't right. shop. <laughs> so there's just certain things. I can't eat out every night. Right. Like, just certain, what are you willing to sacrifice to give it up? But anyone can do, we can all do whatever it is that we want to do. And I think we also can give ourselves permission to decide today that you're not who you were yesterday and I think we get so confined of no that's not what expected of me or that's not how I've been and that was yesterday mm. who do you want to be today mm. Mm. <laughs> a word on today a word on today I hope I hope y'all are taking these gems and um man it's just never it's just never too late to start 
a new dream or an old dream mm-hmm. in your case. You know, it was just, you got to believe. You got to believe in those things that, that were placed into your brain and into your heart weren't by accident. For sure. And I think that's that's one of the biggest things I've learned later on in life is like, if you felt something as a child, chances are life kind of made you forget about yeah. it. Yeah, because as a children, we're completely ourselves. We don't know societal norms or what right. we're supposed to be. Right. So all those what we think now were ridiculous dreams. Right. Sometimes you might want to go back and revisit those. Exactly. That might be closer to what you actually are here for. We're going to end it right there, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I, I, what, what, what are we supposed to say after that? What are we supposed to say? I mean, Natanya lived her best life, bravo. <laughs> so where can people keep up with you on your, on your travels or on your new experiences? Yeah, the Bravo Life on Instagram and thebravolife.com. All about the good life. My last name is Bravo in case. It's not clear, but yes. she ain't just making that up to try to be clever. It's Natalia Bravo. Uh, shout out! Thank you again for coming through, Thank man. This has been awesome. Me. So good to catch up. Yeah, for sure. Soul Society One on One the podcast season two closing out. We out. Peace. Peace.